if I'm all in on love, I'm being authentic and I'm challenging myself, I'm going to go fight for it. That's what this all comes back to. It's not a matter of getting it right every single time. This whole freaking episode is about failing. You're not always going to be authentic. But the goal for me anyways is to give myself the opportunity, put myself in the situation, be honest with myself in my pursuit. And if I do that and I come up short, I'm good with it. Alright, welcome back or welcome to Embrace Yours Truly. This is a podcast designed to help you nurture your self-knowing. So let's get into it. What's up guys? This week we're going to talk about something that's been heavy on my heart. I feel like I've been taking a lot of L's lately and I'm super not okay with it. Um, let me just, let me just put that out there. But I've been thinking about that, man. Like, why am I, why am I taking so many L's in life right now? And I've really had to sit with that. Like, is it me not putting in work? Is my preparation not aligned with the work? Is it me being controlled by the situations that I find myself in? Like, is it me limiting me? And I've really sat with it. Like, man, I've been taking some L's. I've been really frustrated lately, but then I stopped in really thought about this. So I kind of took a different approach in like reflecting on what the hell's been going on in my life. And I don't know, I just kind of decided that most of the L's that I've been taking lately, I'm actually good with. Like I'm good with taking the L. And I'm going to explain why throughout this episode. And I mean, one of those things that isn't really thought about is like, you got to be a good loser before you're a good winner. Um, Like life isn't all about taking dubs and getting money. It's not. And I feel like that's all we really focus on as a society. Like we are so focused on winning and we're so focused on money that we forget like the process of failing, the process of getting dubs, the process of getting money. You got to fail a lot. You're going to have days that you feel like you're prepared for life. You're prepared for the day and life just puts you on your ass and you're just like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, what did I do? I don't understand like why this is happening to me. So when that happens and you get put on your ass, instead of being like, fuck, why me? Like, why is this happening to me? Like, you gotta reflect. Are you actually good with the loss? Is that loss beneficial to your life? Like, when you stop and think about all the shit that you got going on in your life, like, what battles are you picking? I mean, I would make the argument that most people focus on bullshit from the past that consumes their now. That's not a battle that I'm willing to fight. I'm not focused on just like little things that irritate you throughout like your day. I'm not focused on that. Like to me, that's bullshit. I'm not, I'm not worried about like when I stab my toe, like that's not going to ruin my freaking day. Like I'm not worried about something that held me up yesterday. If I have today, if I have a new day, I'm forward thinking. I'm not thinking about the past. I'm not allowing myself to be consumed by what's happened. My perspective is next up. What's next for me? Like, I don't give a fuck if somebody doesn't like me. They're not meant for me. I'm not putting any energy, any focus into the people who are consumed by toxicity. That's not my battle to fight. When I was younger, I allowed toxicity to flow because it was a huge part of my development as a child. And for a long time, the components that make up toxic was normal to me. I'm not willing to put myself in a situation with somebody else who is battling their own internal toxicity. 
That's not my battle to fight, and I'm not willing to put myself into that situation. Like, evolved me is pretty selective on what I'm willing to fight for, what I'm willing to tolerate, what I'm willing to do myself. And that's what we're going to talk about. Like, what are some things that you want in life? What's actually in reach right now? What do you truly care about? So that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about, like, what's the battle that you're willing to go into and know that you could potentially lose? Like, what's that battle that if you do lose, like, you're good with that L? And if you win, it's so much sweeter. So the perspective that I take with this is, truly, if I'm going to war tomorrow, what's worth my life? So it's one of those things, what are you willing to spend your time on? Because when you punch that time ticket, you're not getting that time back. Time is a measure of life. At the end of the day, if you pour all of yourself into like this one thing or like two things or like whatever, what is worth fighting for? Knowing that at the end of the day, you are putting your life on the line. You're putting your heart on the line. You're putting your your finances on the line. Like what is worth fighting the battle, even if you don't win. So my perspective is you got to stop and think about all the things that can happen in life. And obviously, like you pull that from whatever you're familiar with, whatever knowledge pool that you have, right? We don't think about things that we don't know, obviously. I think you have to stop and really think about all the things that can happen. And, you know, it might be an overwhelming thought flow, but If you don't really stop and get a perspective about life, winning has a very loose interpretation when you don't really have purpose and you don't really have direction. And losing sucks and losing is very consuming and like leads to crazy overwhelm. I think when there's, when there's not a whole lot of purpose applied to it, you know, when there's purpose applied to life, we're able to accept that we're not always going to win. And you got to know that sometimes you're going to lose. The thing about it is when you apply purpose to this, you're never fully defeated. Um, You might hit rock bottom and that is okay. You might hit rock bottom again and again and again and again. The thing about it, when there's purpose applied to it, my perspective, rock bottom starts to elevate. So I think there's levels to it, right? When you understand like you're allowed to lose, I think that once you kind of have that perspective of what you gain from the loss, there's not as big of a drop to rock bottom. I picture this on like a vertical scale. First time you hit rock bottom, you go on a scale from 50 being your best to one being your absolute worst. Maybe you drop from 50 to one. That drop just takes your stomach. It's like a roller coaster, right? Like when you go down on the roller coaster and like your breath gets taken away and you are completely fearful and you're falling and you have no idea what to do, right? The roller coaster is just taking you. When you apply a purpose to this, the recovery time of the next time you hit rock bottom shortens. So instead of falling from 50 to 1, now you fall 50 to 10, okay? Then it happens again, now you fall 50 to 20, right? It's not as hard of a drop and it's not as hard to recover from because you now apply the lessons that you've learned. You now know 
what you need to do when you're at rock bottom. It might be stay there for a little bit until you are truly ready to pick yourself up and go at it again. So for me, there's two reasons why I'm picking a battle. That's because whatever it is that I'm going to go fight for, it gives me purpose or it makes me feel alive. Those are like those are the only two reasons why I'm going into battle. If you can answer those two questions, it doesn't matter what hardships you face in your life. It doesn't matter what you're going through right now. It's worth it, right? If you align your purpose and you align what makes you feel alive, whatever it is that you go through, win or lose, it's worth it. So how do you gauge this, right? How do you how do you gauge what taking a good L is? And I'm talking I'm talking about like the general aspect of this. It could be literally anything in your life. It could be right now in the present moment. It could be something that you are working on over the week. It could be a perspective that you have, you know, in life or whatever. I'm talking about the general overview. How the heck do you gauge taking an L? And like I said, for me, what motivates me, what drives me isn't necessarily going to be consistent for you. Like you're going to have your own cornerstones of purpose and feeling alive and what gives you life, you know? There's just three consistent things that surface for me when I feel aligned with my purpose and when I feel like I'm truly living. So I'm going to throw those three words out to you. My cornerstone words are love, authenticity, and challenge. So my first one is love. And I think with this one, the lines get blurred a little bit because for the most part, we only think about love in the romantic sense. And that is not the only form of love that we can give. Like there, there's so many forms of love that either we're unaware of or we just don't have any intentionality behind giving it or finding it or honing in on it. Love is my number one because it is truly the one thing that has kept me alive. Throughout my entire life, I have poured myself into giving love, receiving love, and accepting love. But like I said, there are so many ways to give love, share love, appreciate love. And for me personally, like that matters to me. It doesn't have to matter to everybody else. It doesn't have to be like a cornerstone of what you believe in. But to me, this is one of my cornerstones, right? I got three of them. I got three of them that consistently show up for me. And when I talk about giving love, like I'm talking about love in the sense of pouring myself into people and fueling myself back up by giving it back to me. Love can be seen through verbal affirmation, whether it's to self or it's to somebody else. It's it's the conversation and the belief that I am good enough. I matter. I have a purpose. I am intelligent. Affirmations are extremely powerful if there's a true belief in these words coming into existence. Another way that I view this is by simply showing up, showing up to yourself, showing up to the people that matter in your life. Like just show up, be there, be present. I don't know. I feel like I read somewhere that like, don't quote me on this, but like 80% of communication is nonverbal. Like if that's true, you showing up for people in your life, you looking in the mirror and saying you got this matters and it's powerful. And oftentimes when you show up for other people, they don't even want your advice. They just want you to be there. They just want you to listen. 
They just need to like get it off their chest so that it's out into the universe and it's out of their head. It's out of their body. And it's just somewhere. For me, giving love also comes in the form of smiling, saying hello. Like, regardless of how the fuck I feel, if I pass by anybody, I'm gonna at least say hello to that person. And it's one of those, it's one of those concepts that I feel like I probably pulled from basketball. Like, you should never walk by a teammate and not show them love. So translating, like, what that means. It's giving them a fist bump. It's giving them a high five, smiling at them, handing them their water, simply acknowledging that you see them as they stand in front of you. That shit matters. It's part of being a good teammate, but it's also you being a good teammate in life. As humans, we should be fucking teammates. So much of the world is competition. At the end of the day, (laughs) every single person is simply trying to just live. They're trying to stay alive, trying to enjoy life. Everybody has stress. Everybody has financial issues. Everybody has relationship problems at some point in their life. You just never know, like, if you wave at somebody that, like, that one hello that you give somebody, it's like, you have no idea if that's a little insignificant thing to them, or if you truly played a part in them choosing to live another day. Like, you just don't fucking know. And, like, I don't know, like, for me, The more I've poured myself into love, the more things that I've received on the back end, because it's genuine, it's not because I want anything in return. It feels like I'm supposed to be giving love. Talking about being genuine, this brings me into my second one. My second one is authenticity. And for me, I, I don't know, I feel, I feel pretty strongly about how I perceive authenticity and It's not how most people kind of view it, I think. Okay, I'm going to go this direction with it. Being authentic does not mean you get to be an asshole just because you think that's how you are. And I think a lot of people get that confused. Um, I'm sure you're familiar with this. The people that are an asshole for no reason because they think that's just like a part of their personality. They just go, I'm just being, I'm just being real with you. Like, no, no. So with authenticity, I go a couple different directions. Like, the direct transference of, like, what it means, I guess. Like, it's it's you being genuine, it's you being real, it's you being honest. And each of these defining words could be described completely different. But that's how I look at it. I think that having the ability to be real, even when you feel like shit matters and it goes a long way, I think true authenticity comes down to how consistent you are in who you show up as. I mean, let's get into titles. When your mom, when your boss, friend, when your girlfriend, when your boyfriend, I'm talking about this in the sense of how consistent you are in who you show up as. Like, are you the same person in all of these situations? So what I mean by this is, like, personality is a big part of what we think defines who we are, essentially. Um, and of course, like, there's different parts of your personality that come out in each of these, like, titles that we find ourselves in or the different situations that we find ourselves in. The core element is who we choose to be. So it's not always that if you're an outgoing person that you're going to be outgoing in every setting. 
It's that your personality shouldn't drastically change based on the situation that you find yourself in. And a lot of the time in the, in professional settings, there's such a facade that people have while they're in their career field. Like often it happens all the time. They think that they're supposed to be something as they're in it. Like they're supposed to like look a certain way, act a certain way. Obviously, like your job has to be performed a certain way that could get that. But it's the facade that fucking kills me. If you are a completely different person at the workplace compared to who you are when you go home at night, for me, that's a problem. And of course, this is my perspective because this is how I think about authenticity. How consistent can you show up as yourself in each of the situations that you find yourself in? If your personality or behavior like completely changes based on the situation, like, you're not, you're not demonstrating authenticity. You're not. So let's pause here real quick because I want to get something, something sorted. We've talked about love. We've talked about authenticity and we got one more, which is challenge. But when I say these are cornerstones and as I talk about how I process them, this doesn't mean that a hundred percent of the time I get this right. It means that as I live, these are the things that I'm paying attention to. These are the things that truly matter to me. Like these are the things that I align myself with. Like if I'm all in on love, I'm being authentic and I'm challenging myself, I'm going to go fight for it. That's what this all comes back to. It's not a matter of getting it right every single time. This whole freaking episode is about failing. You're not always going to be authentic. But the goal for me anyways is to give myself the opportunity put myself in the situation, be honest with myself in my pursuit. And if I do that and I come up short, I'm good with it. Here's how my thought flow kind of works for myself. I pin authenticity on the wall, right? I pin my face right underneath it. Okay. How is Jordan authentic? And that's like kind of how I picture this. What makes you authentic? When are you authentic? How does that look? What forms does that come in? What's your thinking process like, right? And the one of the most consistent things that appear when I put me in the realm of authenticity um, is that I am extremely exploratory. Um, probably to a fault, but that's when I'm expressive, right? So me, like... Being in this realm of, I want to explore, I want to learn, I want to like try these, like I want to try this, that looks different at home compared to what that looks like at the workplace. My point is like there's still consistency in who I am as a person. Like I still show up to work and I want to explore all types of shit. I'm fairly creative. I, my mind's always going, I'm super curious. So I still do that at the workplace. It just looks different. Like at home, I don't know, maybe I just like get a random spark of energy and decide that I want to build a racetrack in my living room for my dog. I'm going to figure out how to do that. And that's my way of like sitting into my reel and sitting into something that makes me happy and gives me purpose. Like, like I'm going to do that at home, right? At work. That's going to look a little bit different. For the most part, at work, it's kind of centered around where I give my energy, who I give my energy to, staying strong in my belief of what's right and wrong. 
I don't believe in hyping things up that aren't like relevant to success. <laughs> I don't know. I don't believe in hyping things up because it looks cool or because it costs a lot of money. I don't know. I believe in hyping up fundamentals. I believe in hyping up like the smallest of smallest of tasks that seems so boring, but like the intentionality to master it. Like I'll hype something like that up more than I will actually getting a win. Like I really will because the little things in my job matter to me. Basking in the glory of doing it the right way and getting the reward. Like I believe in that, right? So if I was to not be authentic at work, I would probably hype shit up that I don't believe in. And authenticity is tough, man, because authentic might not be the sum of the majority of people that you're around. I don't know. Authenticity isn't ran by like a worldview. Authenticity is purely about you and you, you and God, you and the universe, whatever it is that grounds you. I think that's the judgment call of how you determine what's real. Comes back to purpose, right? I don't know. For me, I feel like authenticity has become a massive part of my life because I never want to be in a position where I don't say something or I don't do something because I'm like so uncomfortable with myself that I don't want to like put my life on the line. I don't want to insert myself because I'm uncomfortable with me because I've done that. Like I've, I've been that person and most of it was like when I was younger, which you don't really go through too much introspection when you're younger. You just kind of understand that as like being fearful. I'm fearful to talk. I'm fearful to behave a certain way. And now that I'm a little bit older, like being awkward is cool. (laughs) Like being cool isn't cool no more. Um, Being different is cool. But like I would so much rather be awkward as shit in a setting and say something than have something to say, but not have the courage to go for it. And for me, that's what like owning my authenticity is like all about. Like I'm naturally a curious person. I'm naturally someone who wants to push limits um, that looks different in each setting. It looks different with different people. And I'm cool with that. That is my authentic. And the last word that I decided on was challenge. And challenge is interesting because I kind of go 12 different directions with this. But in the grand scheme of things, when I say challenge, like when I, when I challenge myself to do stuff, I don't know. I feel like I am so in sync with life when I put myself or I find myself in situations where I am truly tested, like mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. I need that challenge to feel alive, to like confirm my purpose. And you know, sometimes like it's something that I seek out and sometimes it's something that just smacks me in the fucking face. But I know that I need to be challenged and I need to challenge others Um, because as human beings, we're creatures of habit with that comes cycles of life that we're used to. Um, There's a lot of things in this world and in each individual's perception of what the world is, how it's supposed to be. And this is a very unique time in life to be a part of change, to be a part of breaking cycles. 
I think that, you know, in the next decade, there's going to be a massive shift in generational change. Um, shit doesn't fly anymore. I don't know if people are just like <laughs> more woke now at an earlier age or what, but change is happening. It's awesome to see, but we need more people getting educated and speaking on topics, more people getting educated and gaining perspective about different realities. I don't know. I think challenge has a lot to do with having the courage to unlearn shit. For me, giving love, being authentic, and embracing challenge. Like, if I got all three of those, I'm good with me. So whatever it is that I'm doing in life, if it's, you know, something at work, if it's with my relationships, if it's challenging a topic, if it's creating content, if it's, like, just in conversation, like, whatever it is that I'm focused on, that I'm being intentional with. Like, if I got all three of those, man, like, I'm good with taking the L. Because sometimes you do. And that shit sucks. <laughs> but, like, you gotta lose sometimes. You're not gonna be undefeated in life. And you shouldn't be. You gotta choose what battles you're willing to fight. What are you willing to go all in on? And if you do the things that you're about and that you believe in, and you don't get the result that you want, are you good with that? You gotta choose your battle, you gotta get in the game, and you have to fight like hell. If you're gonna go to battle, you gotta put every fucking ounce of your energy into that. You gotta be so fucking focused on what you're doing. What's worth your life? Because at the end of the day, whatever you're doing, it's costing you your life or it's giving you life. However it is that you align yourself, at some point you're gonna lose. I don't know about you, but... I'd rather choose my L from going after a win than simply be counted out because I didn't go to war.